Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. So hello, everybody. Today, I have the pleasure of having a conversation with, I'm not even going to call this an interview because I have been so excited to have a conversation with Dr. Shamika Dean. I had the pleasure of spending a little time with her on a business trip not long ago. And ever since I was like, I told her, I said, oh, you're going to be my friend. (laughs) And I meant that we are going to be friends. And so I would like to introduce the to the rest of the world, Dr. Shamika Dean, tell us a little bit about yourself, but something we're not going to read in your bio or on your website. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So a little bit about me that you will not read in my bio. I love all things family, food, and fun. (laughs) All things. I just, you know, I love enjoying life. I am actually a grandma of two little glam princesses. Mm -hmm. So you won't see that in my bio, but they are, you know, the thing that brings me the most joy at this particular season in my life. And I love to travel and, you know, just living and enjoying life, you know, not just existing. So those things you probably won't find in my bio. That is true. And the funny thing is, if you follow her on social media, you will find that because you exhibit all of what you just said. And I'm so glad to hear you say that. Um, you were, you just seem like both. We already know that you speak in alliterations. Well, I'm sure we'll hear some of that today. So highly professional, highly impactful, but also a lot of fun. <laughs> that's what I yeah. get when I, when I see you. That's what I see. <laughs> Good. That's what I want everybody to see the totality, you know, of who I am so that you won't see me in person and, and feel like you're meeting a completely different person. So I just show you everything online. So you'll know what to get when you see me in person. You know, I love that. I remember, matter of fact, I remember the moment I made a decision to do that. Cause if you remember when social first started to be big in business, Mm -hmm. I remember people, you know, I had coaches telling me that you should kind of compartmentalize and, you know, you want to be professional all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. in the middle of speaking and I found myself almost like, oh, I can't say this to this audience. And I really, literally, I heard God say, look, are you going to be you or not? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. From that moment on, I was like, look, they get all of me or none of me. It's like they either love it or they don't. And that's all I'm not trying to play anymore. So I, I can appreciate that for sure. Yeah. So I'm glad that you are here. And I want to talk to you a little bit about, tell us a little bit about your business and if you use networking to build your business. And if so, 
what's been the way that it's really benefited you? Yeah, so uh, about my business, in short, I really help high-performing women build the businesses they love without sacrificing the people that they love. My specialty um, is marketing. And so I marry mental health and marketing because I understand that the healthier you are in your mindset, you know, marketing really becomes easy for you. Um, It's not this mundane task and uh, really understanding the value of who you are as an individual and then just being able to master that, you know, in your messaging, right? Is what marketing is really all about. Um, and I help them to do that by activating their authenticity because I believe that authenticity attracts your audience and authenticity also aligns you with acceleration. So those are the core components of you know what I do and how I help women to build those businesses. But the reason I focus on you know, building the business they love without sacrificing the people they love is because I was in that position where, you know, I was hustling 24 hours a day to bring in the next client and to make the money. And, you know, we always say we're doing this for our families, right? But when we get into building that thing, our family is the one that suffers. We begin to trade the time with them, you know, for the time to build that business, to take care of them. And I was there, you know, my son came in one day, I'm hustling for the next client and he's mom, mom, mom. And I said, what? I'm busy. And, you know, he said, I know you're always busy. Right. And that just changed the trajectory of, of how I did business forever. And it was that moment when I said to God, if I have to sacrifice my son for this salary, you can have this business. Like I'm done. Mm. I'm done. And so, you know, um, giving women back that opportunity to really be the moms that they want to be, desire to be, and deserve to be, right? But still building that business, so not having to give up their purpose and their passion at the, you know, um, for one for the other. I just truly believe they can have it all, and so that's the core of what I do. I love that, and I love what you said because I've had that experience, Dr. Shamika. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, you get those moments where it's like whoa, I didn't even know that, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, my husband and I were playing one day, you know, playing around and, and I said, Hey, come sit on my lap. And literally he said to me, and he was playing, but it was so, there was a message in the, in the, in what he said, he said, I better hurry up because normally there's a laptop there. Wow. I was like, I heard it loud and clear. And, And I know he wasn't intending on making it a dig, but he was saying, I'm always working. And yes. same thing with my children. It was like, whoo, I didn't realize that's how it was mm-hmm. impacting them. And guess what? I interviewed my three boys, my three adult uh-huh. sons for Mother's Day. So that would last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Okay. But my children tell me how it was growing up, the children of an entrepreneur. And I heard some things. I was like, okay. And I'm, I'm grateful for it because I did learn it early. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's like we feel like we have to do either or either or figuring out and how do we do them both, but do them both well. And I think that exactly. just, just watching you and seeing the message that you have seems like you're helping women to be able to have that and. Absolutely. 
And you asked about, uh, you know, networking and how I do that. I believe networking is really about building genuine relationships. Uh, You know, I have always believed that we could be helpers, you know, one to another. And that when you take the time to build the relationship, the support comes naturally. You know, it, it really comes naturally. So that's how I look at networking. Um, I am not the, I do not like the, the, uh, what I call the aggravated, um, <laughs> aggressors, you know, <laughs> that come as soon as you accept a friend request, they're in your uh, inbox saying, yeah. Hey, I have this or Hey, and you know, I just really made it my business to educate, not attack. And so when it happens, I always say, hey, I'm sure you have an amazing business. The way that I do business is by building genuine relationships first. So let's take the time to get to know one another. And if we feel like we are a good fit to connect and help build each other's uh, business and support, I'm all for it. Right. So I just started doing that because some people just don't know, you know, some they just don't know. They well, don't. first of all, you get orange applause because, <laughs> because that is what I teach. That is what I believe. And just like you said, people just don't, don't. know. And mm-hmm. I promise you, in addition to the other part of my business where we do sales for companies, I'm on a mission to help them to know, <laughs> to yeah. make sure they know. Because otherwise, it feels like networking is always this icky, robotic, mm-hmm. inauthentic activity that who wants to do that, right? Who wants to do that? So I I can appreciate that answer. So so let me change change the channel a little bit because so those of you all who are watching this, many of you all are listening, but some of you all are watching and you'll see us both seated. But if we were standing, both of us stand, you know, five foot eleven, six foot two with heels on. So maybe even taller. I know we we definitely look eye to eye. And uh, number one, I love meeting another tall woman. So yes, that's yes. amazing. But when I when I see you walk into a room, and I'm sure those who have been in a room where you walked into would feel the same, you walk in as this powerhouse, this super confident, like, you know what? People are looking going, who is that? And I want to ask you, has that always been the case? Have you always been confident? I believe that most people look at, their, their role in business and think it's all about competence. Mm-hmm. I believe it's more about confidence and believing who you are and whose you are. So mm-hmm. tell me, have you always been confident? And if not, what has been the journey to where you are right now? Uh, I would not say that I've always been confident. I believe there were parts of me that I was confident in. Uh, But in totality, no, because when you're coming into something new, that level of confidence is not really there because of the competence, you know, so it's not really there. Uh, But I can honestly say that my confidence really was built not so more, not so much in my ability to do business, but in my ability to own who I am. Girl, mm, can you say that again, please? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, my confidence, was it has been in my ability to own who I am. And for years, I dealt with a lot of rejection from adolescent to adulthood in many environments. It, it just really felt like it didn't matter where I went, that I would get an eye roll, a snare, something just really unpleasant. And we 
often think when we're rejected that the problem is within us, mm-hmm. right? That's that's kind of the default that the problem is within us. But what I understood, um, you know, growing and evolving is that rejection is really redirection because what God is saying to you, he's trying to alert you to say that you cannot shrink to fit into this space, right? I I want to run around my office right now. Come on, Dr. Shavika. (laughs) And he's saying, you know, this is an atmosphere that you're in that doesn't have the capacity to hold your greatness in their hands. And so what, what the enemy tries to do is make you think, again, that something must be wrong with me when the reality is it's not. It's just God's way of, of keeping you from shrinking, from demen- you know minimizing your greatness to fit into what seems to be good. So once I understood that, you know, I just had to own it. And, and when I look in the mirror and I ask myself the question, are you, do you love you? Are you comfortable with who you are, what you have on, how you wear your hair? Are you comfortable with that? And when that answer is yes, anyone who opposes it or rejects it, it's not my problem. It's not my responsibility, right? So I stopped making myself responsible for people's perception. I'm only responsible for my reality. And that's it. I'm like, what else now? Come on, that was so good. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I agree with everything you said. And I I think that as women, and I have a granddaughter like you, and it's like um, all sons, but my granddaughter, when I look at her, that to me is is a high responsibility to make sure she understands that. That she does not have to take responsibility for other people's opinions about her, other people's shortcomings that they are trying to project on her, so on and so forth. So, ooh, I can appreciate that. Tell me this, because you I believe you somewhat answered it, but you might have something to add. Who have you had to become to enjoy the level of success that you currently enjoy? Who have I had to become? I had to really become unstoppable. That's my word. Come on. (laughs) I had to become unstoppable, you know, and really understanding that the the limitations in my life are the ones that I've put there, you know, only the ones that I've put there. And so just really not being learning how to be grateful for everything that I have and the things that I've accomplished, but not allowing myself to settle for good enough when I know that there is greater ahead. Right. And so Unstoppable is actually one of my favorite songs by Korean Hawthorne. Me too. So. <laughs> it's my walk-on song. When I, when I every, speak, that's my song. <laughs> yeah. So every time I host an event, that's like my theme, my intro song when I come in because, you know, it really is. It's like there are times when we can allow other people's, you know, their ruler or their rubric to, to tell us what our reality can be, you know, and I had to become unstoppable, just like, okay, I understand you're safe in this spot, but your girl has to keep going. You know, there's, there's too much more. I got, I have to keep it moving. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. If you can see behind me, you'll see the words unstoppable. I just saw it there. After I said it, I looked, I was like, oh, it's right there. Yeah. That's literally (laughs) a part of my brand. So right there. That's why I said we're going to be friends. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. 
So what, what connections? We talked about those genuine relationships that need to be built in order to do business, in order to real, build real friendships. What about the, the connections that have played the biggest role in your life, from mentors to friends to people who maybe have shown you what not to do? What connections have played the biggest role in your life? I would say the biggest connection uh, in my life, one thing for sure and two things for certain is what you're connected to determines what you give birth to. Mm -hmm. So with that, I am very, very, I'm not cautious. I'm careful, uh, you know, about what or who I connect to. And oftentimes when that statement is made is as if, you know, we are putting ourselves in a position of superiority when it's not. It's really the wisdom and understanding that you have to protect the anointing that's on your life. You have to protect your purpose. And so you cannot connect with everything that's popular or any of those things because it can really contaminate you. So I always say that covenant connections are currency. (laughs) You know, they are. And that means that when I'm connected to covenant, there is going to be a great reward both ways, you know, them connected to me and me connected to them. So um, my um, coach, you know, the coaches that you connect to matter. I have a whole story on those. Jesus, that would be a whole nother episode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But the coach, you know, who you're allowing to coach you, to mentor you, because you're putting those people in a position of authority in your life. Yes. And I don't think we understand how vitally important that is. When I put you in a position of authority in my life, that means that it's going to affect everything that I do. It's going to affect, affect what you know I give birth to. So the coaches, um, your spouse, your friends, um, business relationships, the ministries that you're connected with, you know, every connection in my life has been vitally important from friendship to my coach, to my, my husband, um, you know, all of those things have benefited me or in impact in my life in business as well as personally. So every, everyone. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely take that. And I agree. Absolutely. Yes. Agree. If you could sum up your journey in one word, what would that word be? Ooh, evolution. Ooh, tell me why. Because... <laughs> I remember I posted a status. I said, you know, true success is contradicting your old self. Mm. Like (laughs) it's contradicting your old self, right? Those old mindsets that you had, you know, those belief systems because belief systems become birthing systems. So those belief systems you had when you were 20 years old or, you know, when you first got into business, all of those things are, Um, They show up in your life. They birth something in your life. And so I can look back now and say that some of the things that I believe back then, I now completely contradict those. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you only can do what you know to do at that particular time. Right. And so there are some things that I believe, for example, I used to believe that it takes hard work to make money. Yeah. And now I completely contradict that, right? My slogan is hang up the hustle because rest is the new revenue. So, <laughs> you know, so yeah. I completely contradict, you know, the, you, you know, work hard, work nonstop. I contradict that. I contradict the no new friends mantra because mantra, because I used to believe that I used to say, no, no new friends. I'm good with these friends. But sometimes the old friends are the reason that you haven't had access to the, the next opportunity. 
because there's no growth. You're not growing. Right. Um, And so, yeah, so I have to say evolution because I've continuously evolved in my thinking and my belief system, the way that I act, you know, um, maturing both mentally and, you know, naturally, spiritually, you know, as well. So and the journey doesn't stop like you only stop growing when you choose to no longer learn. So uh, that's why I chose the word evolution. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So you use the word, of course, unstoppable. If you mm-hmm. could give our audience one tip to help them become more unstoppable in the next 30 days, what's the one thing that they could do to make themselves less, you know, apprehensive, less fearful and willing to persevere? One thing that I would say is to prioritize self-care. Oh, I love it. Okay. To prioritize self-care. Um, my my entire business began to shift when I did that. I think that, especially as women, we have been taught that our value is in our ability to sacrifice ourselves. True. And it is the exact opposite. The better you are to yourself, the better you are to everything and everyone else. And, you know, as I was saying earlier, when you take care of yourself, that your your mental health and you are really making you a priority, you become unstoppable because you understand that you're only going to go as far as you've grown. (laughs) So that's how you become unstoppable. Prioritize taking care of yourself. It's not selfish. It is a stress management system and it is the number one business strategy. Love it so much. Goodness gracious, our time goes so fast. I want to find out who do you believe you are uniquely gifted to serve? There's someone listening right now and they need to be raising their hand if they hear themselves in this description. Who are you uniquely gifted to serve? I am uniquely gifted to serve the woman who has untapped greatness the one who has been going through life doing good enough, but knows deep down inside that there is greater for her. And the woman who has mastered motherhood and marriage, but she hasn't mastered me. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So uh, there's a lot of women going this right now. They're raising their hand. So now that they have their hand raised, how do they reach you? <laughs> you can reach me on all social media platforms at Shamika Dean or on Instagram at Dr. Shamika Dean. And my website is shamikadean.com. Perfect. Well, I am excited to hear from all of these people who are listening going, yes, ma'am, I need all of what you just said. And then the, the short time that I've had the opportunity to be in your space, I felt fuller. I felt different, better. So I know that they have a treat in store for them. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be on the Networking School podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an amazing experience, which I knew it would, because like I said, we were friends at first sight. So we need to start the show, Friends at First Sight. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify,
Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections. Mm-hmm.